You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello, hello, and welcome back to episode 71, season 8 of the podcast. I took a longer than expected break. Um, September hit us hard and fast with the schools reopening and suddenly finding ourselves with technically more time. But in reality, none of us were used to the morning rush or the afternoon activities that made it tricky to get into a good or healthy routine. And so I always hoped to bring the podcast back in October, but weeks all just blurred into one and, well, here we are in November already. There's not a huge amount to report aside from me starting another coaching qualification in October, which is actually another reason why I feel like time kind of got away from me slightly and I'm super excited to be adding more knowledge and tools to my practice as a business coach And I've said it before, but there is this kind of endless amount of things you can learn as a coach. There are so many disciplines and modalities that feed into this work. And I'm so excited to be focusing on deepening my understanding of self-doubt and how it shows up for us, particularly when running a business. But back to what I was saying, it's so easy to be over-enthusiastic with how much we can actually get done at any one point throw a global pandemic into the mix where it's been widely reported that a lot of people are struggling with energy levels never mind the you know impact that it's having on their mental health maybe and so it's really no wonder that we might be struggling to get back up to the same levels of productivity that we are normally used to and so if you are feeling a little tired or maybe a little tired is a huge understatement, this is your invitation to soften into it a little. Instead of trying to fight through it and get back to the way we used to do things, perhaps now is not the time to compare. Even when the conventional ways of living are quietly telling us that it's almost the end of the year and surely, you know, we should be working hard to get it all done, meet all the goals that we've set, it's actually okay to slow down and to let go of the goals that perhaps let them go for just a little while, or maybe if letting go completely isn't an option, which, you know, let's face it, if you are relying on your business to provide some sort of income or some sort of financial stability, it may not be the, you know, it may not be available to you right now. How about radically prioritizing instead? And maybe now is not the time to be starting work on new and exciting projects, if you're really busy with client work, for example, or perhaps the idea of writing a weekly blog doesn't actually fit in anywhere on a practical level right now. As I said before, it's very easy to be over-enthusiastic about the amount of stuff we can actually get done, and I do this quite regularly and need to remind myself regularly too. And sometimes we just need to prioritise to ensure that we're doing the very things that are actually essential in our business and that are moving the needle in some way instead of maybe 
focusing on the busy work because maybe somebody else is doing it or you feel like you should be doing something specific. I have been prioritizing my own work and what needs to be done for each of the businesses for the maybe past three years now, I think. And as you may or may not know, I run two businesses and my first business was in wedding photography, which I started around seven years ago or so. And even though weddings haven't really been taking place or certainly not on the same level as they have in the previous years, I've still had a certain amount of work to do with that business, even if maybe the amount of editing has gone down. And I'm sharing this with you today because running two businesses at the same time is very much about learning how to prioritize. Your time is restricted and you have to be savvy when it comes to getting it done. It's exactly the same when you run your business on the side of a full-time job maybe, or perhaps when you are on maternity leave or you are looking after, you know, whether that's family members or kids um, and you're having to manage all of these things. So the need to radically prioritize is even more obvious when we're all feeling depleted on all fronts, let's face it. I recently shared an L article by Tara Healy, I think her name is, with my newsletter list. And you may have seen it circling around the internet, but it's all about how our surge capacity is depleted. And to give you a bit of a background or, you know, understanding of what that really means, surge capacity is a collection of adaptive systems, mental and physical, that humans draw on for short-term survival in acutely stressful situations such as natural disasters. I will link to that article in the show notes if you wanted to read it. But the problem is that we can utilize surge capacity in the short term, but when it's prolonged as in the case of a pandemic, well, things get kind of really tricky because we have no time or space to replenish properly. And one of the ways in which the author suggests we deal with surge capacity is to expect less from ourselves. And actually I've come to realize that that is exactly what radical prioritization is all about, particularly around times when your capacity, whatever, whether that's energy levels, whether your time is restricted, that's kind of where it really comes into its own. And so whether you are running two businesses or not, the need for radical prioritization may be, or may feel very real right now. And there's a few things that I think you could potentially do or try to give yourself a little bit more space. So one of the things that I found really useful to think about this, uh, this was shared with me by Claire and Sarah from the We Are Radical community. And they shared this idea of a mixing deck, you know, the decks that a DJ would use. And I won't attempt to even pretend like I exactly know what I'm talking about. But um, I think it's quite a nice visual, visual way of representing this. And so it's all about the different dials that represent your life, whether that's your family life, your work commitments, your well-being. And the idea is that you can't have all of the dials turned all the way up at the same time. It's not possible to sustain that long term. And as life happens around us, as you know, various circumstances often dictate, 
there will be times where our work dial is turned right up. And for example, that might mean that our well-being comes down a little to compensate. So with this idea of dials and how they move according to all the other dials, where are your dials turned up right now? Where are you focusing on the most? And what does that mean for the other dials? Does that mean that compromising on your exercise or sleep is potentially happening right now? Or, you know, think about how is that affecting you? So the mixing deck really helps us helps us to visualize that we can't expect all aspects of our life to be at 100% all of the time. And so it's then up to you to decide what you give priority to. What is the absolute minimum that you need to do in your business to keep things moving? Does that include client work? I'd probably assume that that's a yes. But does it include maybe launching new products or services? How crucial are they right now to your business uh, security and success? In other words, what I'm trying to say is, what are you able to do less of right now? And what can you let go of? When it comes to the really practical things, maybe you can write down your to-do list and take a few minutes, and it, it will only take a few, to categorize each item on that list. So there are four Ds that you categorize it under. So the first one is do, and that is to signify that you need to complete the task now. The second is defer, complete, and that means, you know, complete the task later. The third is delegate. So you might want to assign it to someone else. And the fourth is delete. That means removing it from your list completely. And if that gives you the fear, I completely understand. But it's just about being really intentional with how we're spending our time and what we're really actually working on. And so this allows you to see what the high priority tasks are. Um, You can also try to select tasks that are going to maybe only take a few minutes to complete um, and start with those first so that you are making progress right from the start and you can see the to-do list essentially getting smaller. So when it comes to the tasks that can be deferred, I often keep a list of ideas on a separate piece of paper or in a journal or a spreadsheet if you prefer Uh, and that way I if I'm you know in a place where I really don't have any time to spare for new ideas or projects or launching things or whatever it might be I can still keep hold of those ideas and then I will come back to those later on and sometimes the ideas don't you know feel as exciting anymore if I come back to them say in two weeks time in which case I can let them go then. But other times I might want to spend more time, uh, dedicate more time to really kind of, you know, just getting to the grips of what that might look like. And then obviously deciding if, you know, I do have the time to utilize and implement those new ideas, then I can do that. So for me, running to businesses means that I have to be very intentional about the things that I take on and things I make space for in my diary. I outsource certain tasks in my other business as otherwise I just wouldn't have any time for my coaching business. And 
to begin with, it was a really hard decision and it really took me a, a long while to be okay with it. But ultimately, I just know that it was 100% the right choice and it's freed up time that I desperately needed in other places. It also means that I have to be clear about the things that move the needle in my business and are actually crucial for the running of it versus the maybe nice to haves. And this can mean getting really clear on the things that generate a profit in your business. To take social media platforms as an example, are your clients on Twitter, Instagram or Pinterest? Maybe they're not on some of those platforms. Maybe none of these platforms are relevant. And just because you like a certain platform doesn't mean that it's going to bring you the return that you are looking for. And so getting clear on the return on your time investment, even if it's a long-term game like, you know, blogging, for example, and that may lead to clients later down the line, which is fine, but it's just being really intentional about where you spend your time and energy, particularly around those times where that time and energy is kind of lacking. And so if you are feeling depleted, perhaps spending a few minutes to analyze how much time goes to each activity that you do in your business, assessing how crucial it is right now, that could be really helpful. Just taking a few minutes to actually really assess what's going on. And it doesn't mean that these things have to come off your list altogether, but perhaps there are certain things that could be paused or, you know, until you've had a chance to replenish your energy levels or you know until your diary becomes a little less hectic then you can think about picking them up again so that's what I wanted to share with you all today and I hope that it's helpful in some way and if you've been waiting to receive permission to do less and prioritize what's important right now and that may very well be your health and well-being well this is it So until next time, thank you so much for joining me. And as always, if you enjoyed the podcast, please do share it with friends. I'll see you next week.